Welcome to the Talking Tenancies podcast, brought to you by the Residential Tenancies Authority. I'm your host, Belinda Hyde. Join me as we explore everything you need to know about renting in Queensland with experts from the RTA and industry. We're here to help make renting work for everyone. Sharing a tenancy or a rental property is a popular way to keep living expenses affordable. While this can be in the form of subletting or share housing, they can be vastly different to each other and may affect your rights and responsibilities under the legislation. Today's expert from the RTA is Jill Davidson from Customer Experience. Welcome, Jill. Thank you very much, Belinda. Happy to be here. Now, can you tell us about your role at the RTA and what you're responsible for? Sure. So... I am one of the team leaders within the uh, RTA's contact centre. I look after a team of um, up to, just about to reach the magical 20 mark again. Wow. Uh, So they're all amazing, dedicated individuals who um, anyone may speak to when calling in for an inquiry. Been here for about two and a half years so far, um, but have almost 20 years of experience in contact centres behind me, so... Really confident to say that um, we've got one of the best ones here that I've ever experienced. Yeah, and I've had the honour of uh, sitting on the phones with you and uh, you're amazing, can I just say. Um, (laughs) So if you get Jill on the phone, make sure you say hi. Um, (laughs) Now today we're going to be talking about uh, subletting and uh, share housing and rental properties. So what's the difference between subletting and share housing? So... Tenants in a subletting arrangement and uh, tenants in a share house arrangement. So, legally, very, very different things. Mm-hmm. Subtenants and subletting. Um, so, first, I'd say subletting is it's not a term commonly used here in Australia. You, you kind of see it more on movies, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my sublet. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, so, when you're in a subletting arrangement, you, you generally have no direct relationship with a rental property manager or owner mm. and uh, you so you deal mostly mostly with a head tenant who acts as the managing party for that um, tenancy or property mm-hmm. um, a head tenant essentially takes on the same rights and responsibilities as a property manager or owner so they're the ones in an agreement with the property manager or owner of that place mm-hmm. um, a subtenant and the head tenant will enter into their own agreement with each other so it's completely separate from the agreement between a property manager and or owner and the head tenant that makes sense yep yep <laughs> it's, it's complicated hard to, it's but hard yes. to get one's head around <laughs> so it also means that um, a subtenant and head tenant can take action against each other if for example the other party breached the subtenancy tenancy agreement mm. yep so share housing mm-hmm Um, or a co-tenant situation. So this happens when two or more people are named as tenants on an agreement with a property manager or owner. So they are co-tenants. Yep. All tenants will have direct relationships with the property manager or owner themselves independently. Mm -hmm. They can be jointly or individually liable for all the rent, any damages and the full cost of any compensation owed potentially to a property manager or owner if an agreement is breached. So whether occupants are co-tenants or subtenants, so it depends on their specific circumstances and what has been agreed upon. So it's important that parties involved discuss 
all options when considering sharing a tenancy and have written agreements that accurately reflect arrangements made. Yeah, so there's that does make it a lot clearer because, I mean, if you look at um, a sublet, um, you really only have one person dealing with the, the actual management of it. Exactly. And uh, where they're in a share housing or co-tenant situation, they're all part of that management situation. Exactly. Just to be concise. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, how can you tell what tenancy arrangement you're in? Yeah, important. So your tenancy agreement can provide some clarity. So that's literally the documents that you've signed, mm-hmm. either physical pieces of paper or online. Nowadays, it's pretty common. Um, so you need to look at who is named on your documentation as the managing party. So if other occupants in the rental property are named under the managing party section, that is an indication that you're likely to be in a subletting arrangement. Mm. If a real estate agent or the property owner is named as the managing party on the agreement, then that's likely to be a co-tenant in a share house situation. Mm. In any situation, the property manager owner must give approval for all occupants living on the premises, whether they are subletting or transferring their interest in the tenancy. Mm -hmm. Um, A property manager or owner must also have a good reason and act reasonably when refusing a sublet arrangement or a transfer in, in the interest. And uh, we would hope if you're going into a tenancy arrangement, you would you would know <laughs> uh, before entering into it uh, exactly whether you're in one of those situations. Um, so exactly, yep. Yeah, so since subletting and share housing are quite different, let's let's tackle subletting first. So sure. what, what are the rules there? So first and foremost, um, you know, if a tenant wants to sublet a room in the rental property, they must get written permission from the property manager or owner. Mm-hmm. So the property manager or owner may request an application or references for their approval um, and approved occupants should also be listed in the special terms of a tenancy agreement. Um, so remember that uh, when a tenant named on an agreement gives another person the right to rent a part or all of a property, they become the head tenant and essentially take on the responsibilities of that property manager or owner. So a head tenant should provide a sub-tenant with several things. Got some points here. So Mm -hmm. a written tenancy agreement, first and foremost, top of the list. An entry condition report, so that's our form 1A or B. Mm -hmm. The RTA's pocket guide to tenants, houses and units, that's the form 17A, all on the website. Uh, Receipt for bond money paid and lodging the monies with the RTA within 10 days, very important. So, and any agreement between a head tenant and subtenant should be in writing and it's recommended to include arrangements for sharing bills, for um, gas, electricity, internet. Yeah, it, and getting everything in writing, particularly in these situations, is super important because that's where it can all go bad, right? Transparency, <laughs> visibility, everything's got to be outlined, well, yeah. ideally, yes. Yeah. So uh, what needs to happen with the bond allocation when a tenant sublets a room? So if a head tenant takes a bond, they will need to provide the subtenant with a receipt for that money that's been paid. And the head tenant must also lodge the monies with the RTA within 10 days, just like I mentioned before. Um, just And it's exactly the same as any managing party. So a real mm. estate agent, same rules apply. Um, in a subletting situation, usually the subtenant and the head tenant's bond will be lodged separately. Mm-hmm. 
um, a subtenant's bond record would show them as the bond contributor and the head tenant as the managing party. So, for example, um, the head tenant's bond sitting with the RTA might show Ray White, for example, as the managing party mm-hmm. and Joe Blogg as the tenant. If a new tenant pays bond to the head tenant, their bond should sit with the RTA with Joe Blogg yep. as the managing party and the new subtenant as their tenant. Same address, completely separate and unrelated bond numbers. Gotcha. Okay. So what about when the approved occupant or subtenant would like to leave the tenancy? Hmm. Same things can get messy. <laughs> yes. So when an approved occupant or subtenant would like to leave the tenancy, they should follow the same process with their head tenant as they would with any managing party or real estate. So this could involve talking to their head tenant and giving the appropriate notice, um, usual timeframes and processes of giving notice or agreeing on an end date by mutual decision will up, you know, still apply. If you're unable to resolve a dispute through self-resolution, then the RTA's dispute resolution may be able to help. Okay. So, now, for a share house situation, and I've been in one of these, um, all tenants are sharing their responsibilities and they liaise directly with the property manager or owner. But what happens when co-tenants change? And by change, I mean they have different people. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That is just part of that territory. I think I'm one of the only people who's never been in a share house situation. I don't know how I managed to avoid it, but I did. Well done. Anyway, thank you. (laughs) Um, So a co-tenant can issue a notice of intention to leave, but the tenancy will not automatically end unless all occupants move out at the same time. Yep. So several options when you need to move forward on this one. So you can keep the current tenancy in place and all parties agree in writing to transfer the leaving tenants part of the tenancy to the remaining and or incoming new tenants. Mm -hmm. Parties can mutually end the current agreement in writing and have a new agreement put in place between the uh, property manager or owner and the remaining tenants and or incoming ones. The property manager or owner could choose to end the tenancy themselves and issue all the tenants with a notice to leave. So if... um, If a leaving tenant doesn't ensure the tenancy has ended correctly, they will remain responsible for the agreement even if they are no longer living in the premises, in the property. That's a really important one to know, isn't it? Very, very important. (laughs) Can't – so we'll we'll just expand on it a bit then. Um, An example of this, a very common one that we will get Mm. daily in the contact centre, relationships – do become strained when you're in a share house. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, been there, been there, done that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, for example, one t- one co-tenant may move out quite suddenly, mm-hmm. sometimes having not followed correct process mentioned before, like giving notice mm-hmm. um, or paying what rent they may owe, perhaps. Yeah. So this usually leaves um, tenants who are remaining in the property in a position where they're now responsible for making up lost rent. Mm. They can end up out of pocket behind in the rent. Um, it's important for anyone in a co-tenant or share house arrangement to understand that despite that particular scenario, a very common scenario, it might feel unfair, mm. really unfair, um, they have, by way of signing the lease, agreed to take responsibility for the full rent if one person yeah. stops paying. Mm. Right? So in order to protect one's own rent history, which really 
should be right up there when, when starting a tenancy, mm. your rent ledger, your rent history first. Yep. So a person's primary concern is to keep paying rent in full and on time to the managing party when you're in a share house. So recouping any unpaid rent from a tenant who has suddenly up and left, for example, mm. um, it becomes a, you know, a completely civil matter. Yeah. So outside of the agent, outside of even what the RTA may be able to assist with. Yeah. Um, the property manager or owner, they're not obligated to assist with it. Doesn't feel like that should be the case, but it actually is. Yeah. Um, dispute resolution, as I just mentioned, yeah, possibly not suitable mm. when it's this situation between co-tenants. So the process of co-tenant swapping and changing in relation to keeping track of everyone's bond contribution. Previously, been a little bit clunky, bit yeah. messy, mm. lots of paperwork, signatures, backwards and forwards, this area, that area. Thankfully, though, now we have a Change of Bond Contributors web service yeah. that helps with this process online. Really recommend that you uh, check it out and give that a go first if you need to. It's on the website. It's very easy to use. Yeah, it just makes that process so much easier. And my goodness, you must have so many calls to deal with this scenario every day. Absolutely. I'm pretty, pretty sure that um, property managers and owners um, are big fans of that particular one. Yeah. That little form is a difficult one to fill out when it's um, on paper. But yeah. online, it's a much simpler process much for, for co-tenants. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Jill, uh, for helping us to get a greater understanding of subletting and share housing. My pleasure. Now, it's very common for people entering into either a subtenant or share house situation to be young and or new to the rental market. I can't stress enough the benefits of doing your research before signing any agreement. Look at our website, rta.qld.gov.au, call our team, ask questions of the people you may be considering living with and understand your rights and responsibilities. Thank you for listening to the Talking Tenancies podcast. For more information about the Residential Tenancies Authority, visit rta.qld.gov.au.